Broadcasting. BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Charles drives and dumps. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars travel across town to Orem to face the Utah Valley University Wolverines. BYU back in the state of Utah after playing two games in Brooklyn over the Thanksgiving holiday. The Cougars split in Brooklyn, losing to Alabama last Friday, then winning in dramatic fashion Saturday against UMass at the Barclays Center. Yoli Child scored the game-winning dunk with 4.1 seconds left on the beautiful assist from Jashir Hardnett. UMass missed its desperation heave at the buzzer. The Cougars, with the victory, improved to 4-2 and two on the season. Yoli Childs had himself a very good week. He averaged 20 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, and 2 blocks in BYU's 3 games last week. Now tonight's opponent, Utah Valley, also comes into tonight's game with a record of 4-2. and two. The last time these two teams faced each other was last year at the Marriott Center when the Wolverines shocked, and I mean shocked, everyone by beating BYU 114-101 to in that game, as you may remember or have tried to forget. Utah Valley hit 18 threes at the Marriott Center. Obviously, a lot of familiarity between these two teams, with UVU head coach Mark Pope being the former Cougar assistant coach, not to mention all of the former BYU players that now wear the green of UVU. Now, tonight's player interview is with sophomore guard Zach Selyus. Zach has come off the bench the past two games. He's averaging eight points on the season. He's coming off a seven-point performance versus UMass, and I talked with the former Bountiful Brave. Here's our conversation. All right, take me back to Brooklyn Saturday. How exciting was that game, especially towards the end? It was so exciting because, well, we were just able to, like, have that composure as a team and be able to, like, pull it out all together and to have so many people on the bench to be able to step up, be able to make plays and be able to do it. It was just a big team effort and to be able to go out there and just, like, compete. And Coach was talking about that. You mentioned the team effort. I have to imagine this could be a game you look back on because the shooting percentages, I know, probably weren't what you guys were looking for, but you guys were able to get the hustle plays and do the little things, and that brought you back. Is that something you can kind of call back on when you, you ever get in that situation again? Like, look, if we just keep hustling, we can do this. Yeah, for sure. You know, it kind of it sets like our tone for each game to be able to know that like if things aren't going, we know that if as long as we hustle and we just do the little things and we just have that effort and that will to win, then we'll be able to go out there and do those things. We always talk about this after losses, putting games behind you. Do you have to do that with wins to a certain degree as well? I think so. I think there's time to celebrate a win, but then there's a time when you need to, you know, take that and to learn from each thing you do, whether it's a win or a loss, to be able to go move on and be able to focus on one game at a time and just do those things. How have things been going for you through six games? Going good. You know, everything's going good. Team is just coming together. You know, we're just being able to grow together, and you know, we're all getting better and better each day. So it's great. How has the new role coming off the bench been for you, just over the last two games? It's been great. You know, just whatever helps on you know, the team. You know, it's nothing, anything crazy. It's just to be able to go out there and win. It's all that matters. 
Coach Rose was saying something to the general media a few minutes ago I thought was interesting. He, he mentioned how individually guys maybe aren't playing as well as you guys are as a group. That when you guys play as a team, good things have happened for you guys this season. Why do you think this team has been able to mesh so early? Um, I think it's because we have so much experience. You know, with missions and everything, we've had everyone's played with different people throughout you know, their time here, and being able to kind of put our you know our knowledge of the game and put it together, and it's just making like a big mastermind, <laughs> and to be able to do these things and to be able to just kind of grow together and be able to have that kind of unity. You guys are now preparing for a lot of games in the state of Utah over the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, after some early travel, it's probably nice to not have to go that far. <laughs> you really don't have to go very far for the game tonight against Utah Valley. Just initial thoughts on taking on the Wolverines. No, it's just a crosstown rival. You know, be able to go out there, compete. You know, it'll be fun because you know, just living here in Provo, knowing the kind of rivalry and the kind of people, you know. You just, it's just going to be fun to be able to do that. Now, I know you weren't in the game last year, but how much has it been talked about the fact that they came into the Marriott Center last year and won? Has, how much has that been used as motivation? You know, it's crazy because I was on my mission during the time, and I got a text at like <laughs> 3 in the morning you know, from everyone telling us that, like, oh, you lost to UVU and all these things. And, you know, it's kind of just puts a chip on our shoulder to be able to go out there and just be like, look, it's payback time to be able to go out there and do that. This is a unique rivalry, not only just because of the, the close proximity, but because of Coach Pope and, and former players that were here. I mean, it is very unique because of that. Yeah, it's very unique. And be able to go, they have two players that I played with my freshman year, and then they're now there, and another couple guys from that have played at BYU before. Oh, it's just it's interesting that you know to have that connection, but to be able to still have that rivalry. So what have you guys then been working on in preparation for this game? Anything specific, or has it been mostly just kind of focusing on you guys and letting that be you know, what gets you ready? Um, we're just focusing on ourselves to be able to go out there and be able to play our game, to do the things that we have been doing, just going to kind of clean it up you know, from this last little trip that we had in Brooklyn to be able to kind of refocus and be able to go out and do those things. Hi, Zach. Good luck against Wolverines. Thank you. All right, that was sophomore guard Zach Selyus. And as I mentioned before the interview, he's averaging eight points right now. And he's coming off the bench, getting that that uh, that role of coming off the bench and trying to get some instant offense for BYU. The shot so far has not probably been to uh, his liking in terms of the percentage. But we all know how good of a shooter he is. And certainly the coaching staff is going to want him to continue to take those shots, especially because he's getting the good looks sooner or later because he's such a good shooter and a good score, those shots will start falling down on a much more consistent basis. And when that happens, look out, because he is that deadly of a score. Coming up next, we'll head to the UCCU Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live, getting you ready for BYU and UVU. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. For that, we head to the UCCU Center in Orem, way far away in Orem, Mark. Mark, welcome. First of all, welcome back from Brooklyn and New York. How was your uh, trip? Besides, obviously, a really cool uh, game against UMass. 
What a great trip. I got to hang with my buddy Jason Shepard, call a couple games, mm-hmm. and uh, had an exciting finish in one of them. And then I was with my family the rest of the time. Not that you're not like my family, Jason, but <laughs> we had the most amazing trip. You would not believe Went up inside the crown of the Statue of Liberty. That was super cool. Great city. I'm sure glad I do not live there. I walked around the streets of downtown today and thought, this is barren. There's no nobody here. That's just because coming off of New York streets, just crazy stuff. But I uh, love the trip. Good times. Wish BYU could have shot a little bit better, but uh, had some good, good moments. And uh, this will be very, very interesting tonight, Jason. Speaking about those two games specifically in Brooklyn, what did you learn about this team over those two games? What I really liked was uh, they played good defense, although I would have liked to see a little more consistency uh, all game long. The first halves weren't great, but second half defense, tremendous. Shut down some very good scores, a lot of athleticism on both those teams, and BYU did a heck of a job playing defense. So uh, I I like the progression defensively. I need to play it all game long, and uh, but, but the progress is there, and uh, they rebounded extremely well against big, strong teams. Uh, the turnovers were low. Uh, I thought Jashir really emerged as a guy that's going to help BYU, and so quick, able to get in, in into the paint and create some things. I thought Yoli uh, reemerged as a dominant post player and got some confidence back. You know, there's some down things as well, but uh, those are the things I looked at for BYU to, to be uh, hopeful for for the future, the defense and, and guys like Yoli and Jasheer stepping up uh, and becoming uh, really important factors in the, in the game like they should be. Well, as you mentioned, Yoli Childs is playing fantastic basketball. What has Yoli changed over the past few games after a slow offensive start to the season? Well, I mean, it's hard to say. I think it's a confidence issue. I think he came in in preseason supremely confident, looked so good, and then he faced some faced some stiffer competition, missed a couple easy shots, which I think got in his head and started really thinking about his shots and and uh, went downhill a little bit. Uh, he's still doing really good things, but as far as scoring, he wasn't much of a factor. But I think playing against Alabama, uh, the first couple of possessions, he was very shaky, but then he had a big play, and... Once he had a success against those big guys, I mean, they were you know two, two, six, eleven, seven foot guys down low, very strong and athletic. Once he had a couple uh, ba- baskets against those guys and realized, hey, there's nobody that can stop me. Just go and be confident and score it. And uh, he was tremendous after that. I, I think it's really just about confidence for Yoli. He's obviously got all the tools, athletic, great jumper. Uh, and, and if he can just have confidence that he's a dominant guy, uh, and, which he is, then it makes all the difference. And you see when he feels like, give me the ball because I'm going to go score this, it's, he's a different type of player. And uh, so I, I'm hoping that that will continue for Yoli because he's such an important part of this team. And maybe he could give some of that confidence, rub it off a little bit on T.J. Haas's head because he needed it after his game against UMass. Uh, obviously, T.J. is such a critical part of this team and will need to play better. Coach Rose said last night on the debut of BYU basketball with Dave Rose that this group may have multiple starting lineups. But as for right now, having Jasheer Hardnett in the guard in the guard line, that has certainly worked. What do you think about that move? You just talked about Jasheer, but that's that really has seemed to jumpstart his ability to facilitate others. Well, a couple things... Uh, 
necessitated that move. Um, Juan, Zach uh, has not been playing his best coming off the mission. You know, he's going to have to work into a little bit. I think Jashir is a more poised, ready-to-play player right now. The other thing is, when you're playing against such good guards, and we've seen guard after guard after guard that's really been terrific coming against BYU, you need a guy like Jashir who's quick, strong, and can D up guys like that. So you're not going to have to help off as much. That makes a big difference. So the, the third thing is, Jashir is so quick off the dribble that he can put defenses off on their heels, you know, like he did in the last play against UMass. Coming off that uh, that high screen, just broke down his man, created uh, a help situation for Yoli's man, lifted him up. He's able to dump it off. And he's done that many, many times in, in multiple games now, getting into the paint. He's hard to guard on his own. If he can get in the paint, that just creates so many issues for defense, whether it's hitting the big man or kicking it out to a guard. you, you got to have help on Jashir. So what he can do, not a great three-point shooter, but what he can create offensively and the mismatches he, he can create, what he does on defense, and just the poise that he plays with. He wasn't intimidated at all by Alabama and their you know, all-American players and uh, he came out, he was ready to go, wasn't flustered, didn't turn the ball over, and that's very valuable, particularly for Dave Rose right now in this early going. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant joining me from the UCCU Center, which is going to be crazy tonight. I certainly, I know this is a sellout. I hope BYU fans were able to get their tickets. I'm sure they did. I'm sure BYU will be well represented tonight. This game, Mark, is going to be nuts. The energy level, the hype for this, it's kind of crazy that there's this much hype. And obviously we know that a lot of it is because of what happened last year. But it is somewhat odd that there is this much energy and this much excitement for a BYU-UVU basketball game. Yeah, this is going to be a great environment. Uh, it's going to be packed. and you know, they got all the shirts on the chairs and... Uh, of course, what they did against BYU last year gives them a lot of confidence, and they're playing pretty good. And it's a game they feel like they're going to win, and that's hasn't been the case a lot for uh, UVU against BYU in the past. And Mark Pope does a nice job. Obviously, there's a lot of BYU ties in Coach Pope, and three players used to play at BYU. So there's a lot of stuff going in that only a situation where your schools are, you know, five minutes apart can engender. And so, I mean, this is going to be an interesting situation. And, and oddly enough, having this place really hyped up and, and a lot of excitement, a lot of noise might actually work against the Wolverines because there's there's more pressure on them in a lot of ways. And they came into BYU, the Marriott Center, are big underdogs, nothing to lose, fire up the threes, had a historic night from three. and and uh, but But now it's like, I'm interested to see how they'll perform in this environment. Maybe it'll help them. Maybe it'll hurt them. I don't know, but it'll be fun to watch. And regardless, it's going to be a great basketball environment here. And uh, it's it's kind of weird to be here, but I'm glad I'm here. And uh, I've got a lot of ties to this school as well. I think it's a fun little series. Uh, it's a little too fun for me right now. I prefer <laughs> that BYU could have a little bit of a laugher tonight, but it's not going to be the case. UVU's very good, and they're in their home floor. And this is a historic opportunity for them and a big night for them. And a night I think they feel supremely confident that they could win this game. We'll see how it goes. Look, I don't think any of us expect UBU to hit 18 threes again tonight against BYU. At least I certainly hope not. How do you think the Cougars are better equipped to handle what the Wolverines will throw against them tonight with this team? 
But one of the things that will be interesting is last year you had Coach Pope coming off right off of uh, BYU coaching and knew every single thing that BYU wanted to do, knew their personnel intimately, uh, had a good game plan, uh, and, and it worked perfectly. Now, he's still pretty close to the program, but with He Schroyer in, they, they're kind of running a whole new offense, doing a lot of things different defensively. So the the advantage that Coach Pope will have this year is not as pronounced as it was last year. So that, that's uh, going in BYU's favor. And, you know, UVU's not a huge three-point shooting team. That was kind of a freak. It really was a freak game for them. Just the number they shot and the percentage they shot. Didn't really have a game like that all year. And they're not a, a, a three-point heavy shooting team. They're actually better in the two-point game. But So I think uh, I, I don't think we're going to see another big three-point shooting night uh, like, the, like we saw last year. But BYU's better defensively from the three-point line. And uh, so I think it's going to be a much different game than we saw last year, but I think it's going to be still highly contested and an exciting game. What type of game do you think BYU wants to play tonight in order to be victorious? What what type of tempo, uh, that kind of thing, where do you think they want to be tonight with that? Well, I think they'll probably want to slow it down a little bit. And, uh, you know, especially if they get a little bit of a lead, try and take the crowd out of it. That's the danger. You know, you hit a couple threes if you're UVU and the crowd going nuts and you start to panic a little bit. Whenever we would go to a place like Utah State or the pit, you know, it was important to jump out early, take the crowd out of it a little bit, maybe slow slow it down, but really try to be very careful with the basketball. These kind of crowds thrive on the steal and the transition and the dunk or a three. And if you limit your turnovers and you're getting a shot every time, whether you make it or not, and able to get back in defense to take away transition, uh, that's, the I think, the type of game you want to play on the road to do what you can to to limit the confidence and limit the, the fan involvement because it's significant. The home court, as you know, Jason, is, is a big deal. And so, uh, to me, it's 10 points. You know, it's a, you have to beat a team by 10 points to, to just tie them on the road, in my view. And, and so it's a tough situation. But, I, you know, I think BYU's played a couple on the road. I know some have been neutral, but uh, they went to Princeton. And, and so, you know, I'm not too worried about the crowd, but uh, certainly BYU needs to take care of the basketball and avoid silly mistakes. Mark, I always appreciate our conversations. Uh, thank you so much again. We'll hear you and Greg coming up from the UCCU Center coming up in a few minutes. Sounds good, my friend. Should be a good one. It should be. Thank you very much. That's Mark Rantz. Our courtside conversation from the UCCU, UCCU Center as BYU gets ready to take on the Utah Valley Wolverines. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 20 years ago, in 1997, Martin's Collision Repair opened their first location in Orem. Now, just ask our happy customers why they would choose Martin's again and Martin's 30,000-foot award-winning state-of-the-art facility. Hi, I'm Tiago Martins. For the right repair, the right paint, and more, the right choice is Martin's Collision Repair. Check online at martinscollision.com on State Street in Orem and in Salem. We work with all insurance companies. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Martin's Collision Repair. It's true. We love our cars, big or small. At Deseret First Credit Union, we've been helping people purchase cars for over 50 years. With the best rates, fast approvals, and the ability to apply and sign online at dfcu.com, there's no reason you shouldn't have the car of your dreams. 
So go ahead, step on the accelerator, sing your favorite song, and hang your head out the window in the car of your dreams. Deseret First Credit Union, serving the community and sharing your values since 1955. Top of Mind brings you intelligent, insightful conversation weekdays at 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. Join your host, Dean Duncan, in expansive and engaging conversation pertaining to just about every topic on This Will Take a While, Mondays, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on BYU Radio. If you want to listen to more of the shows on BYU Radio that talk about good, download the BYU Radio app and take the station with you. You'll have access to our live stream as well as past episodes of shows like Top of Mind or The Matt Townsend Show. You can also hear live BYU Cougar sports and the sports talk that comes from BYU Radio. Plus, you'll be able to listen to the great performances from the musicians featured on Highway 89. The app is free and easy to download on any platform. The BYU Radio app. Talk about good wherever you go. BYU Radio just got easier to find by using your Amazon Alexa or Echo device. Alexa, how do I get BYU Radio? You can link your account using the Alexa app. Run through the setup of your device and then say, Alexa, play BYU Radio. Shows like Top of Mind, The Matt Townsend Show, plus BYU Sports will stream your way. You can listen live or find the latest podcast from your favorite BYU Radio show. Getting the last station you listen to, BYU Radio. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. It's Crosstown Clash tonight. BYU and UVU from Orem. Jason Shepard with you. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. We'll get you over to the arena coming up in just a few minutes. Let's check some top 25 college basketball scores. Number four, Villanova right now on top of Penn, 61 42, just under 13 minutes to go in that one. Halftime in North Carolina, number 13, North Carolina, with a 51-37 lead over the Michigan Wolverines. In the first half, it is Louisiana Tech leading at number 24, Alabama, 22-18. Coming up later on tonight, number 15, Gonzaga, hosting Incarnate Word. Number 23, TCU will host Belmont. Number 12, Minnesota will host number 10, Miami, and number 1, Duke on the road at Indiana. That game getting underway in just a little over an hour. Elsewhere tonight in the WCC, I mentioned Gonzaga, their game at home against Incarnate Word. Also, Pepperdine will be at home taking on Southern Utah. The T-Birds taking on the Pepperdine Waves. All right, NBA action. Games going on right now in Detroit. The Pistons have a 75-43 lead over the Phoenix Suns. In the third quarter, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Orlando Magic, that game being played in Orlando, all tied up at 59 apiece. Philadelphia 76ers, certainly one of the surprise teams in the NBA, leading the Washington Wizards, one of the best teams in the East, 60-43 to in the third quarter. Second quarter at Madison Square Garden, the Knicks leading the Miami Heat, 50-37. to Christophs Porzingis looked like he got hurt severely. Turns out it was uh, nothing too severe. He is actually available if uh, the uh, coaching staff wants to put him back out, so the Knicks breathing a sigh of relief with their superstar. Toronto Raptors leading the Charlotte Hornets 55-43 in the second quarter. First quarter action in Houston. The Rockets and Pacers all tied up at 22 apiece. Minnesota on the road 
in New Orleans. Pelicans leading the T-Wolves by three at 21-18. Just under three minutes to go in the first quarter. Coming up a little bit later on. In fact, about five minutes from now in Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks will be hosting the Brooklyn Nets. A little bit later on, the Memphis Grizzlies, who just fired their coach David Fisdale a day or two ago, on the road at San Antonio taking on the Spurs. And then the late game, 8.30 Mountain Time at Staples Center in Los Angeles. It's the L.A. Lakers taking on the Golden State Warriors. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll send you to the UCCU Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the UCCU Center in Orem, Utah. As tonight, the UCCU Crosstown Clash comes across Utah Valley for the first time. BYU leaving the Marriott Center to meet Mark Pope's Utah Valley Wolverines on their home hardwoods. It's BYU and UVU in the first ever basketball sellout for this 8,500-seat venue. This is Greg Grubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call. Joined by courtside commentary partner, the former BYU Ironman himself, Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, in a lot of ways, this is some of the best college basketball has to offer. Two head coaches who played at the highest level in the college game. Former coaching colleagues together at BYU. Now each leading high-level programs just miles apart. Former Cougar players now turned Wolverines. A stunning BYU loss to UV last season, a sellout in Orem this season. This environment tonight should be intense and I think a nice precursor to uh, what the Cougars will face Saturday up at Utah State. It's an intense week of games that tips off tonight in a most intriguing matchup. Yeah, well, I don't know if this is Dave Rose's favorite scenario here tonight, but I, I love it. I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I think it's going to be a fun basketball environment because of all the interactions between the programs. I think it's an exciting thing to watch, and so you're going to have a, quite a game tonight. Then you go up to the Spectrum Saturday night, and then Utah's at the Marriott Center. I mean, there's some good stuff coming up, and the thing that obviously concerns me is, you know, BYU lost badly against this team last year, and they're going to be very confident, and they're at home, but it'll be an interesting dynamic to see how they play in front of their own fans this time around, but uh, it's it just think a lot of question marks about this team. I see a lot of good things, Greg. The shooting's been awful from the three-point line. Is that uh, a real problem, or is it going to get better? And, and certain guys have played good, certain guys haven't. So th- I'm not so concerned about the, the competition, although it's decent. I'm concerned about where BYU's at, and that will be interesting because if they're not right, it's going to be a long couple weeks. Coming up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Orem on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. Oh, a nice starter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Just here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. We are back at the UCCU Center in Orem is 4-2. BYU visits 4-2 Utah Valley. The Wolverines on a four-game win streak after losing back-to-back games at Kentucky and at Duke to open the season. Dave Rose's Cougars coming off a weekend split in Brooklyn last week. A loss to a nationally ranked Alabama. A win over UMass leading into tonight's game at a sold-out arena that has hosted Coach Rose before. It was back in his junior college coaching days at Dixie when UVU was UVSC and a part of some intense regional JUCO rivalries then. I spoke with Coach Rose about uh, being back in this building. We spoke after BYU's late morning shoot-around today. Yeah, we uh, we used to play in here once, sometimes twice a year. It's um, When I was at Dixie, and uh, we've had some pretty exciting, memorable games in here, but uh, I'm sure tonight will probably top all those. 
They've sold this place out at 8,500 seats and two schools so close and people on, on either side. This should be a, a really interesting environment and vibe tonight. Yeah, I mean, not just players. I mean, we got, we got some players that uh, transferred here that are playing at Utah Valley. and But, you know, Rob, our trainer, you know, he, he worked here for quite a few years. Quincy Lewis, one of our assistants, coached here. So uh, th- there's a lot of... Uh, familiarity and there should be i mean we're you know you're right up the street from each other so uh i think mark's done a terrific job of of getting his program to this point right here where he's got these three uh these three fifth year senior you know transfers from xavier from utah from oklahoma where those guys are really and then he's got another three you know seniors on the bench another guy will be eligible from kent state at the semester so you know he's really built this thing around uh around transfers uh from you know looks like the majority of them are power five you know yep. uh places so uh he's uh he's got a you know a, a really uh vivacious personality and and uh turned into being a, a, a terrific recruiter and uh, look forward to playing this game tonight. I think his team's playing really well. Yeah, what are your feelings for Mark since you had him so close to you for so long and now he's just a few miles away trying to, uh, you know, do his own thing and, and coming up against you tonight? Well, I, I think that, you know, the the, the the most important thing is, you know, everybody's so competitive in this business and everybody wants to, you know, find the advantage and find their opportunity. But, I, you know, I've, I've been in the Valley here for 20-some-odd years, and I, I think the coaching at BYU and, and Utah Valley came into the uh, Division One 10 or 12 years ago, and I've, I've always felt like, you know, that, that these teams should play each other. When Mark got the job, I just felt like as much as I don't want to play this game and, you know, have to go through all those emotions and everything, I just, just think that uh, – It'd be good for him and trying to build his program, but uh, you know, good for us and the, and the community to, to, to kind of get these two schools uh, together and compete and and you know try to fight it out on the floor once a year. I know you hope that tonight's game differs in the outcome, obviously, but where else do you think last year's game and this year's game might not look alike? Well, it, you know, they're playing a lot different. You know, uh, with you know with uh, the big fella AK inside, they're they're really getting the ball to him. They play through him. Um, I, I think you know our team is, is is way different than than last year, and you know when when this game was scheduled, thought we'd have a different team than what we have. But that's the beauty of our game is that you you never really know uh, from year to year, you know uh, how it's going to come come around. But what I like about our team this year is I like the resilience that we've had. I think that uh, we've been through a lot. And, and I think the guys are starting to come together as a group, starting to figure out how hard we need to play at a consistent level to, to actually win. Uh, played some really talented teams. It seems like most of the teams we play have got a lot of seniors. You know, UTEP <laughs> yeah. had five seniors. And when you look, when you're hunting for those top hundred teams, that's really what you find on your schedule is older, you know, teams because a lot of the the young Power Five teams don't want to play. And so when you're looking for those those top hundred teams, you find teams with yeah. a lot of seniors on them. Both teams got to 100 uh, last year. Would you be surprised if either team got there tonight? No, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But it, 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 it uh, you know, you, I mean, you never know. You, you this thing could be a three or four overtime game. You know, <laughs> you, you don't have any idea what how this is going to work. And you hope it's a you know, really competitive game. Hope, hopefully, our guys are done with uh, you know the travel, the, that experience. That 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 first you know third of the season is a 
you know, we knew that this, that would be a real challenging part of it, that travel. And so uh, now we've got the in-state portion where we're playing these in-state schools and emotions will be really high and hopefully we can learn from where we've played but, but still execute in these really high emotional games. What are one or two tactical things you think really have to get done for you to get the result you want? Uh, defensively, we've we've really got to be able to guard Randolph in that pick and roll. He just kind of had his way last year with us. And, and instead of trying to stop him, we just tried to outscore him. And what we need to do is actually get that ball out of his hands and get it to the other guys, keep it out of AK's hands low, right around the rim. They love to, to roll him for a dunk. And so our guys are going to have to be really good. But what... but what challenge that is they got good shooters on the floor and so you know when you come over and help you got to get back and and you know contest those shooters so those are probably the two things that are are really important for us defensively and man yang ak does change their look quite a bit inside yeah absolutely and and you know now you're bringing a, a projected you know first team or second team whack player and in isaac, isaac off, off, off the bench yeah. so you know that they've really improved themselves and then uh, for you guys right now, lineup is uh, the same tonight, starting five? Yeah, we'll start the same way. And, and, and we need a big game from, you know, from our guards. Our guards have got to do a good job on, on these, you know, Toulson and, and Randolph are, are two guys who can, you know, really shoot the thing. And then Ogby from the perimeter, uh, you know, he's had 20, 25 uh, big nights, not only here but at Utah when he played. So he's a, a really capable player. And, uh you know, the, those three guys are going to have to really be good. Got to get your guards at the free throw line, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a challenge. Uh, you know, we, we need to be on attack. Uh, I think it's something that uh, our guys are aware of, but uh, you never know what kind of whistle you're going to get either. <laughs> so you got to just, you know, play through everything. All right, Dave, good luck here tonight. We'll talk to you afterwards. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show is coming up next live from the UCCU Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot the score! Dalton Nixon! Right to the rim, up and This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from the UCCU Center here in Utah, Orem, Utah, the campus of Utah Valley University for a fourth all-time meeting between BYU and Utah Valley. BYU leads the series 2-1, to one, but UVU won the last game in a memorable uh, meeting at the Marriott Center last year. Now tonight the Cougars come across town for a rematch at the experts say tonight's game is pretty much toss-up, but Ken Pomeroy rates it as a Tier B game for BYU, meaning it's a solid resume game if the Cougars can win it. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. Our statistician, BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Our control board operator is Carter Malloy. You are listening to us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is KSL is rather is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Over the air, our flagship is KSL News Radio. You can also hear us on our broadcast network affiliates in Idaho and Utah, around the world online at byuradio.org, byucougars.com, ksl.com, and the BYU Radio app, the Cougars app, the BYU Cougars app, as well as the KSL and the TuneIn app. So lots of ways to listen. However, you're listening to us this evening. Settle back and enjoy. This should be a fun one. After playing three of its first six games in the Eastern time zone, 
BYU will now play its next nine games in the state of Utah. Six at the Marriott Center, one at Vivint Smart Home Arena in Salt Lake, one in Logan, and this one tonight here in Orem. BYU's last two games were played back in New York City, and after shooting 37% in the first game, 36% in the second game, the Cougars were fortunate to leave with the split markup. That comeback win over UMass, even with that 36% number, feels pretty significant just to get them on the, uh, you know, the, the, the right path coming home. Well, you were lucky to be in Hawaii for a lot of reasons, but one of them was you didn't have to watch that shooting. Four of 17 and four of 18 from the three-point line for BYU in those two games. And the fact that they were even in the game against Alabama and were able to come back and win that game against UMass was significant in how they were able to rebound and how hard they played on defense and took care of the basketball because it wasn't about the shooting. They had to overcome that shooting obstacle. And I'm starting to wonder how big of a concern this is going to be because you had those two games. You had the Arlington game. What is the real story here? And the more games you have, it's, it becomes the norm. And if you shoot like that against uh, UBU here, you're going to lose. That's, uh, there's only so much you can do to overcome that. And on the road in a setting like this, it's just going to be too hard. So BYU has to has to shoot better from the three-point line. TJ can. Uh, Zach can. Uh, I think Elijah's about where he's going to be. Um, uh, uh, Jashir's not going to be shooting much better. Uh, so McKay guys can might be improve. able to. Yeah, McKay might be a little spurred for BYU. Yeah. I'm excited to watch him play. You yeah. tell us about it. Yeah, we, we, we talked, uh, Dave and I talked earlier today. When I spoke with Dave Rose in the pregame interview you heard, we didn't know he was cleared yet. In fact, the, 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 the waiver literally was cleared and relayed to BYU late this afternoon. So this wasn't until a couple hours ago they even knew that he had available to play this season. But he is available to play immediately with two years to go. He played two years at Weber State, started 40 games for the Wildcats, and uh, is more of a three-point guy than a two-point guy. Good free-throw shooter, a good assist guy, nice point guard when he's in. And he'll be available to play. We may see him as soon as tonight. That is new news for BYU and kind of late breaking as of this afternoon. Well, coming up after the break, my pregame chat with former Cougar assistant coach and current UBU headman Mark Pope as the Cougar tip-off show continues from Orem on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. All right. To BYU and UVU straight ahead. Two, four, and two teams renewing their University Parkway pleasantries in the UCCU Crosstown Clash. For UVU head coach Mark Pope, tonight's game is a, a culmination of sorts, a, sol- a sold-out venue, his former team in town. It's as big a night as this uh, UVU program has ever had. And we talked about that setup to tonight's matchup we talked a short time ago. Yeah, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find two programs that that have as many connections as we do in a really, really positive sense. You, you know, you're gonna, I'm not going to find another program in America, maybe with the exception of Kentucky, that, that I respect, uh, and, and certainly not a head coach in America that I know as well as Coach Rose and who I'm so indebted to uh, and, and love him so much. And so the fact that we get to come here for two hours and just drop the gloves and battle it out is a great thing. The fact that we're only five miles, or give or take a mile from each other, you know, I'm hoping that this can grow into a really special uh, rivalry in college basketball. And, and a good example, too, not of something that's, like, embittered and hateful, but something that's like family where you just battle it out. The biggest thing for us is we have to get good enough to make this a real game. 
and clearly we knew that the first year we went up there and we we're down 22 to two and so we're still in that process but hopefully you know we can grow this program enough where this is going to be something that everybody in utah valley and the whole community is going to be able to celebrate and something we, we look forward to every year well, Mark, rivalries require a high level of competition and some give and take in terms of wins and losses, and we, and we saw that last year. Yep. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, last year was important. Like, last year made this game so much fun, right? It just it just elevated the stakes, and, and um, you know, one of the great things about our state is we have all these great basketball programs, and none of us are in the same conference. And so it's not like, uh, you know, a loss to UVU ruins BYU season or takes away their conference chances or anything like that. Like, we can go battle this out, and while the bragging rights stakes might seem like the biggest stakes going on in all of basketball, the cumulative effect on our relative teams is probably not that huge, and uh, it's just fun. I mean, this is great. This is special for us to be able to have BYU in our gym, and I hope I hope that we can put together a great game tonight that people will remember for a long time and celebrate and want to come back. First ever basketball sellout in this building. Yeah, you know, listen... I mean, we're working really hard, but we, we kind of started from the ground. We actually had to develop a ticketing system this year. Like, this is not just the first sell, but it's the first time this season, the first time where you actually bought a ticket and had an assigned seat. So uh, we've had people working day and night. You know, Bill Hoops, who you know really well, has slaved away uh, the last year and a half trying to grow this program. And uh, we, have a, we have miles and miles and miles to go, but I think we made good progress so far. Okay, what's the correlation between the first two games you played and the fact you have not lost since? Well, I don't know. I mean, when when you write this season story after the season, uh, what I want to write is that those two games were were incredibly important to our growth, right? I want to write that this game was hugely important to our growth. I want to write that UC Davis and, and, and North Dakota, two defending conference and, and tournament champions, were important for our growth, right? At the end of the day, that's the most important thing for us. We have to find a way to challenge ourselves so that we can become the best team we can possibly be at the end of this season. Because ultimately our goal is to find some way to win the WAC championship and go to the NCAA tournament. So so what I really hope, what I hope, I hope we win the WAC tournament, go to the NCAA tournament, and we play Duke Kentucky in the first round. And we'll go stand toe-to-toe with them, and the intimidation factor will be gone, and we'll have had a clear vision for five months of how much better we had to get. And, you know, that would be the fairytale story, and, you know, that's what we're shooting for. We, we like chasing dreams here, and that's what we're doing. Last year's game was 114-101. to 101. Both teams this year are a little slower. Yeah, I think both of our, our uh, rotations are tighter. I, I, actually, I can't speak for Coach, but I know my, you know, with Zach out and Hayden out, it really limited our rotation a little bit. And uh, so we're still not quite playing with the aggressiveness and the pace that I'd like. I think working Zach back in the rotation here for the next couple weeks, we're going to be able to improve that a little bit. Uh, but, but, yeah, we're, I think both teams are probably playing a little bit different different pace right now. Mark, always great to see you. Uh, so fun seeing what you're doing, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, man. You're the best.
coach Mark Pope and our national anthem. Time now for You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. We have more BYU Hoops trivia for you. Here's tonight's question. In the Dave Rose era, BYU has allowed fewer than 60 points 82 times. Of those 82 games, how many has BYU won? The answer next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues. Live from Orem on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. break quickly here. All right, so BYU and UBU coming up. First up, the answer in tonight's BYU basketball trivia question, and UB the judge, brought to you by Legally Mind. In the Dave Rose era, BYU has allowed fewer than 60 points in a game 82 times. Of those 82 games, how many has BYU won, Mark? Well, it's a high percentage. I'm going to go 70. They've won 70 and done and lost 12. 82 and 0. <laughs> Well, that's something. That's a high percentage, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's right around 100%. Yep. Our closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23,000 for current ER wait times. Braden Shaw and Ryan Andrews remain on the shelf. Shaw with ankle with an ankle uh, sprain and uh, Ryan Andrews with knee issues. Not injured but eligible tonight for the first time is McKay Cannon. Tip-off is coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.